audiovisual from an Irish perspective. This is the All Things Techie Podcast. I'm Justin Dawson. Welcome to episode 59 of the All Things Techie Podcast, where I bring you the latest in tech audiovisual from an Irish perspective and want your comments. You can like, subscribe and comment by visiting our website, www.allthingstech.ie, or you can follow us on YouTube where you can watch these episodes on YouTube and look at me in person, uh, or you can follow us and listen to us on your favorite podcast app um, and all the details on our official website, www.allthingstech.ie. Far, far, far too long of a gap between episode 58 and 59. My apologies. What happened? Well, <laughs> what happened? Uh, work, life got in the way. Um, the Queen died. Is that an excuse? The Queen died? Uh, well, you know what? One of my cousins works for one of the major broadcasting companies. I can't name which one. And he was behind the scenes when... Uh, they were doing the whole funeral for the Queen. And I was hoping he would be able to come on one of the episodes to explain like the setup behind the scenes um, where all the cameras were and how it got operated, the security protocols. So we asked and then they said, no, no, you're not allowed to do that. So uh, sorry, guys. So uh, you're back listening to me. <laughs> I'll stop switching the cameras. Uh, you're back listening to me, Justin Dawson, on the All Things Techie podcast. On a month that has been a very, very busy month of tech, what has been going on? Well, you know, like the likes of Google uh, closing down their streaming gaming company. We're going to be talking about that um, in a upcoming episodes as well. But then they decide, well, if you bought one of our consoles, we're going to give you the money back. We're going to be talking about that and we talked to a couple of gamers of what they think about that. Uh, is streaming gaming the way forward? Well, you know, Xbox is doing it. Xbox is doing it with the 360 um, and the Xbox, Xbox X and the Xbox S. That's hard to say on a podcast. Let's try that again. Xbox S and Xbox X for sugar. X and S. And I'll stop switching the cameras. So, um, yeah, so we will be talking about that in upcoming episodes. Um, what else is coming up? Um, Google overhauled Home App. Oh, I like this uh, because I use a lot of Google products at home. Um, and you, if you listen to past episodes, listeners, you will find out that um, I have my likes and dislikes of the Home App and Google Home. Whereas if you have a business account and you ask the AI device and to do something for you, um, it won't do it on certain things. So if I ask Google to go into my calendar on a business account or tell me what appointments I have during the day, it won't do it because of the business account and security matters. However, if I have a free Gmail account, it does work. It is the most frustrating thing ever. I I have logged many, many, many times complaints to uh, to Google to ask them to fix it. And they keep on saying it's work in progress and uh, there's nothing they can do. But the app itself 
has been redesigned to fix all the camera view ad favorites and lets you use sensors for automation but there's still limited support for older nest cams so i thought oh dear is this going to cause a load of problems listeners uh with my nest products and will they actually be supported they actually were supported now i don't have the latest and greatest uh google doorbell but i have um one internal cam and google uh, doorbell and they come up on the streams and here's a little video clip of two of my um cameras google is previewing a completely new home app for controlling a smart home devices and many more gadgets as it anticipates people will add to the homes once the new smart home standard matter arrives i had to look this up i had to go what is this new standard that they're bringing out for smart homes? So if you haven't heard what Matter is, <laughs> what matters most about Matter is the new smart home standard. Uh, how Amazon, Google, Apple and Samsung will work with Matter which, which, and which products you should buy. Matter is the smart home standard that aims to answer many of the today's smart home headaches. It is it's supported long list of companies from platforms like Apple, Google and Amazon to major manufacturers such as Samsung, LG and smaller accessory focused players like Nanoleaf, Eve and Wise. There's unprecedented industry collision behind Matter, a common language for smart home devices to communicate. Matter aims to simplify everything about the smart home from purchase to setup to everyday use. Its biggest promise is that it will enable smart devices to work close with each other across platforms and ecosystems, no matter who made them. I find this fascinating, listeners. Does this mean that, like, we won't have to ask Google by saying, hey, Google? Or will we not have to ask Alexa by saying, Alexa, turn on the TV? I, I probably, if you're listening live on, or if you're listening on an, a smart speaker, I probably turned on a load of your devices, so my apologies. But like, will we not have to ask these questions? Is it going to be now, hey, matter? Or will we still have to prompt the AI to do something? That's what I want to know. Um, so it's a common language for smart home devices, but matter hasn't arrived yet. Following another setback, it's now expected to launch in the fall of 2022, which is pretty much now. This makes it hard to determine how it will work in your home and what it will allow you to do that isn't easy or even possible today. To answer some of the questions, um, The Verge gathered some information from published documents and talked to companies that plan to support the Connectivity Standards Alliance, CSA, that oversees matter. Um, so what platforms will work? Well, we mentioned that. Which products will work with matter and when can I buy them? Um, the four smartphone platforms, Amazon, Alexa, Google Home, and Apple HomeKit, and Samsung SmartThings have all committed to supporting matter, which means you'll be able to use their apps, smart speakers, displays, and smart voice assistants as matter controllers to manage your connected devices. Bear in mind though, these won't be the only players that can run your smart home with Matter. As more information emerges around how other ecosystems will support Matter and add there. So um, Amazon has committed to upgrading its fourth generation Echo, Echo uh, smart speaker to Thread and act as a border router. Um, 
Google Nest has committed to updating all its Nest smart speakers and displays to matter. Um, similarly, Google said it will support developers who make products for its platform to integrate with matter via Google Home Devices SDK for matter. Uh, Apple HomePod MIDI and Apple 4K TV both have thread radios inside and uh, they will uh, work with it. Uh, Samsung has said it's upgrading all the SmartThings hubs to support Matter. Um, so a lot of Matter 1.0, the first Matter specification includes connected devices such as light bulbs, plugs, door locks, thermostats, blinds, shades, home security sensors, garage door controllers, wireless access points and bridges, telephone visions and streaming videos. Uh, Arlo, August, Yale, uh, Belkin, Comcast, the list goes on, listeners, but um, and is Matter going to keep my smart home private and secure? Smart home adoption has been seriously hampered by concerns of privacy and security and keeping devices secure is a core tenant of Matter. Um, but I'm still looking uh, uh, for the answer of the actual voice controls and there's no answer yet. <laughs> that 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 is the basic answer to that question. There is no answer yet. Uh, maybe you still say, "Hey Google, Alexa, turn on," and they all integrate. Um, hopefully, but it, it's going to be an interesting time. We're gonna we're gonna come back to that topic. Love to hear what AV people think, especially people that audiovisual professionals that use voice recognition in the likes of higher ed, in businesses and stuff like that to stop the touch because of COVID. I know COVID's not really talked about now, but, you know, these these voice recognition programs were integrated into a lot of buildings. Will the likes of Matter make it easier or will it be more cumbersome in a security end of things? Let us know what you think. But uh, Google has uh, updated its app. Um, and I actually do like it. Um, and additionally, um, the customization at the core of the new Google Home app with homepage for the app now being on favorites. Here you can create personalized view of your devices, actions, and automations. Uh, you can see live cameras of uh, your um, of your smart cameras if, if there's a live feed going on. Um, instead of having to click into the camera, I find that really handy uh, to look at. Um, you can do camera tiles and uh, saving the best for last. Finally, Google is bringing essential support to the Google Home ecosystem. That means that you'll be able to trigger automations by motion. Um, and yeah, I, I have to say I, I do like the, the new look of the app. Let me know what you think uh, by tweeting me at Justin or Dawson. You can twist tweet the actual show at AV Tech Junkies. And um, don't forget if you're looking to me at this uh, video on YouTube. You can subscribe on YouTube and leave a comment there and all the details on our official website www.allthingstech.ie Now, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. So, well, let's go into social media uh, talk now. Um, 
Shall we start with Facebook or Twitter? Elon Musk, uh, <laughs> Elon Musk, was it going ahead? Was it not going ahead? It is going ahead. Uh, Twitter confirms Musk go ahead with the $44 billion. When we spoke, Elon, um, I asked you whether you were thinking of taking over. You said no way. You said, I, I do not want to own Twitter. It is a recipe for misery. Everyone will blame me for everything. What on earth changed? No, I think, I think everyone will still blame me for everything. <laughs> Yeah, if, if something, if, if I acquire a Twitter and something goes wrong, it's my fault, 100%. Wouldn't it have been great if you actually bought um, some Twitter shares when it was plummeting, when people thought it's a going ahead, is it not going ahead? Did the shares really plummet? Maybe not. Right, Elon Musk offered to push through its buyout of Twitter at the original agreed price of $44 billion just weeks before the scheduled start of a bitter court case over his efforts to withdraw from the deal. The world's richest man saying he's filing with the US Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, that he sent Twitter a letter vowing to honour the contract. The latest twist in the long-running saga came to the high-stakes trial instigated by Twitter in an attempt to hold the Telsa chief uh, to the deal that he signed back in April of 2022. Mr Musk's potential stewardship for the social media site has sparked worry from activists who fear he could open the gates to more abusive and misinformative posts. Reports on Tuesday of the U-turn by Mr Musk prompted a surge in Twitter's share value that triggered a suspension of trading, which resumed after the regulatory filing. Uh, we write to notify you that Mr that most parties intend to proceed with the closing of the transaction, read a copy of the letter to Twitter filed with the SEC. Twitter confirmed to the AFP that he received a letter from Mr. Musk and said it intends to close the buyout deal at the agreed price of 54.20, uh, uh, 54 uh, euro and 25 cent per share. Conditions noted that Mr. Musk's letter included that the court halt the action of the lawsuit against him. He had been slated by and questioned uh, under oath by Twitter attorneys later in the week. Uh, has he any buyer's remorse? I think that must realise that he was not going in to win the deal. University of Richmond law professor Carl Tobias told AFP. Ever since the buyer's remorse, the problem has been why and why he has not done due diligence up front. Um, so it is going ahead. The question is, listeners, uh, and fans to the show. Are you pro-Elon Musk? Are you anti-Elon Musk? Do you like his approach? Are you going to close down your social media Twitter account uh, because Elon Musk has bought over? Is it going to bring big changes to Twitter? I know they're talking about having an editing feature um, still not switched on yet, I don't believe. Uh, but personally, I like Twitter. I think it's a very useful tool if it's not changed. The social media uh, uh, design of Twitter, it, I hope it doesn't get changed. Um, it works. Uh, I know a lot of AV tweeps use uh, use Twitter. Um, would I like it, uh, all the AV professionals to move to another social media? No, not really. Um, I think we've built up a network now on, on Twitter. Let us know what you think. Uh, <laughs> and here's my Twitter handle right down here. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with the program and let me know what you think. Um, 
about Elon Musk uh, buying it um, and abandoning abandoning his uh, legal battle uh, of not buying Twitter. Um, Instagram launches a high court appeal against a record 405 million euro fine. Uh, Instagram launched a high court appeal against the uh, 400 million fine that it was issued by the Data Protection Commission in Ireland earlier this month. Meta owns and operates Instagram and Meta Ireland has started the legal proceedings and the 405 million euro fine is the largest ever handed out by the DPC, surpassing a fine it issued to Meta owned WhatsApp last year. The fine was issued followed an investigation into the way which Instagram handled and processed teenagers' personal data. The inquiry began in September 2020 and looked at the process by which users aged between 13 and 17 were allowed to operate business accounts on Instagram. In some cases allowed or required children's phone numbers and or email addresses to be made public. Commenting on the inquiry, the Data Protection Commissioner Helen Diskin said the significance of the risk could be considerable. In a statement, uh, a Meta spokesperson said, we engage fully with the DPC throughout their inquiry, which focus on all settings that we've updated over a year ago. We disagree with a number of the aspects of the decision, including how the fine was calculated and now have filed our appeal. Now, they have filed their appeal, but interesting enough, also Meta, is, Meta the company in Ireland, is having a hiring freeze to apply to Irish operations as global ad revenues slump. Now, they're blaming it on global ad revenues. Um, internal memo details a plan for Facebook owner to pause sourcing candidates at social media giant. Uh, Facebook's parent company, Meta, global hiring freeze for most roles across the company will also apply to its Irish business as the social media group battles an advertising slump and rising competition. So Twitter taking over by Elon Musk. Is this going to be more competition? Where is that going? Uh, but don't forget, Meta has WhatsApp, Facebook and Instagram. And yet they want to do an advertising freeze because they think they're not getting enough advertising revenue across their platforms. Or is it the fact that they are being sued the potential of 405 million euro. An internal memo uh, seen by the Financial Times, Laurie Gawler, Meta's head of people, wrote that starting on Friday, the company would pause sourcing candidates and will not make any offers until the freeze is li lifted later this year. It is understood the same memo was sent to its Irish operations, where the company directly employs more than 3,000 people. An additional 6,000 people are employed at operations across multiple sites, including Meta's international headquarters in Dublin, Clonny Data Centre in County Meath, and Reality Labs in Cork. Let us know what you think about this. Um, is, is the times that social media is absolutely changing, listeners? Love to hear your thoughts. Get in contact with the All Things Techie podcast by comments at allthingstech.ie. You can visit our website, www.allthingstech.ie. Uh, tweet me at Justin or Dawson, or you can tweet the show itself at AV Tech Junkies. Now, gamers to bid farewell to FIFA franchise after 30 years. One of the biggest franchises in video game history is coming to an end on Friday with the release of FIFA 2023, 
the final installment of a football game that has entranced millions of fans for the past three decades. U.S. Gamekeepers. Games, US game maker rather, Electronic Art or EA and global football body FIFA spent months negotiating over the licensing agreement that has underpinned the game since its first edition in 1993. And yes, listeners, I probably did play the first one of those games, uh, FIFA in 1993, whether it be on the Nintendo or Super Nintendo or PlayStation. Wow, what? What times we lived in at the time. Uh, for the final version, EA has included women, women's club teams for the first time, though from in, only from England and France, several years after it introduced women's international sides. Um, and FIFA 23 sees a serious bow out on a high and provides encouraging signs for the debut of EA Sports FC later uh, this year, sometime this year. So probably in time for Christmas, in other words. The video game industry, estimated to be worth $300 billion a year, has become increasingly cutthroat in recent years, with the biggest companies buying up many of their competitors. EA had a turnover of $5.6 billion last year, making it the biggest game makers that remains outside the grasp of the four giants, Tencent, Sony, Microsoft and Nintendo. The end of the deal with FIFA came after the football body reportedly raised its licensing fee demand from $150 million last year to $250 million, bringing the total mooted four-year contract to $1 billion. EA will lose the rights to FIFA name and its competitions such as the World Cup, but it can be seen still use player names and non-FIFA competitions such as English Premier League, a key advantage over its rivals. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what that new game will be like. And, you know, like people still love Pro Evo. And remember, I remember when Pro Evo couldn't use um, official club names. That's going back a long time. Yes, I'm showing my age. I'm 39 going on 40 listeners. Yeah. Um, EU lawmakers. And about time, says this. Presenter, EU lawmakers impose a single charger for all smartphones from 2024. The EU Parliament has passed a new law requiring USB C to be the single charger standard for all new smartphones, tablets, and cameras from late 2024. The measure, which EU lawmakers adopted with a vote of 602 in favour and 13 against, really? 13 people voted against having a universal smart charger. Why? 13 people against, 602 people in favour. Uh, in, in Europe, at least, push Apple to drop its outdated lightning port on its iPhones for the USB-C, uh, one already used by many of its competitors. Makers of laptops will have an extra time from early 2026 to also uh, follow suit. EU policymakers say the single charger rule will simplify the life of Europeans, reduce mountain of obsolete chargers and reduce costs for its consumers. It is expected to save at least 200 million euro per year and cut more than a thousand tons of EU electronic waste every year. Uh, the Blocks competition chief Margaret Vestager said the EU move is expected to ripple around the world. Uh, so uh, faster data speeds and so forth with yeah, USB-C. 
The All Things Techie Podcast. Subscribe, like, and share. Now, uh, we have loads of product reviews that's going to come up um, on the All Things Techie Podcast, and I have been collecting a load of different uh, products and bits and pieces for to show off. Um, the first being this. Uh, what's in the box? That is my uh, very, very nice Bear Grylls video sunglasses. And as you can see there, listeners, just in the center of the nose is the camera. And I will be doing a full product review. I put them on. I'll put them on. Yeah, why not? I'll put them on for the camera. Uh, I'll be doing a full video review of the actual uh, video quality of the Bear Grylls glasses. Really like them. Um, yeah, the it does come with um, this is the actual uh, blockout EV and clear. Um, I know I still have them in the package. But clear glass as well so i must put in the clear glass um, and show you them as well and i use a little usb uh, c cable uh to charge and um, you get about i think there's a nearly an hour's worth of memory on them um once they're charged and um i use them while i'm cycling uh lately i've bought myself a new mountain bike and doing a lot of cycling during the summer and i know the winter the autumn months are closing in it's getting darker earlier got good lights for my bike but uh with that in mind i also got myself the latest fitbit watch there you go i'm actually even showing the time there uh five minutes to 9 p.m uh when i'm recording this podcast uh so i'd be doing a preview and um my thoughts on the new fitbit uh that's the fitbit uh sense 2 there's the box um yeah, I'll be doing a, a personal review of that. So I have the Fitbit, I have the Bear Grylls glasses to do a review on, and um, also Logitech have sent me uh, one of the brand new Blue Sona microphones to test out. I will be doing a full product review on that, and uh, they're sending me the white version, I believe. Um, so thank you to the guys at Logitech for sending me something uh one of the new microphones i'm going to do a full unboxing of it uh what is on the new uh blue sona well it's like as if they're taking on the likes of elgato they're taking on the likes of the the sure mics Um, i know everyone loves the old sure mic um broadcasting mic personally i have loved this rode microphone for years i'm a Luddite with regards to this microphone. I've had it for, I say, at least 10 years now. Uh, the Rode Broadcaster. I have my Bear Ringer um, compressor, limiter, and my missing desk here over in the corner. I love this microphone um, and Phantom Powered and everything. So, But a lot of the new microphones, the Elgatos and the Logitechs, they, they're doing internal shock mount. They're doing... Um, They're doing a uh, pro XLR connection. They're doing a uh, blue sound certified. Um, <laughs> so, and they are making it like an all in one product that you don't need to have compressors or limiters on it. Um, dual diaphragm, my capsule. Um, the, 
it, like the actual quality and specs of these details um super cardioid 40 hertz to 18 kilohertz frequency response sensitivity um total harmonic uh, distribution and noise of uh 0.06 at 1 kilohertz and 94 decibels spl signal to noise rate like um sounds like an absolutely amazing microphone and i'm going to do a video of the this microphone that i use with my compressor limiter and my mixing desk and then i'm going to strip it back listeners and viewers and i'm going to show you them side by side and you can tell me what microphone sounds better and i'm not going to put any limiters or anything in the blue sona apart from what comes in the box and you can you can judge that uh, so i'm going to do a full review of that i also have for ages i have the arsenal ai device that goes on to my camera my nikon 5100 that i was supposed to do a review on during the summer and just time ran away with itself so i have at least four video reviews they will be up on um the youtube channel so subscribe to me on youtube and also it's going to be on my own official website justinordawson.com um, and i know any unboxing videos or any reviews that i've done in the past gets a lot of comments and a lot of reviews back because i'm honest with my reviews i you know some people send me these other things that i bought myself the Fitbit watch I bought myself, so I'll give you an honest review of that. I will give you an honest review of the Bear Grill glasses and also, um, uh, well, I said the Fitbit watch and of the Arsenal as well. That was the Arsenal was a Kickstarter project as well, so I will be giving full reviews um, of of that as well. Don't forget, um, if you like this podcast um, and you're into higher education, you can join myself and joe way we do the across the ponds podcast talking about everything audiovisual and higher ed um from an irish and american perspective you can find that um wherever you get your podcast it's great fun to listen to that and we love your comments back on that as well but that's all we have time for on episode 59 of the all things techie podcast i've been justin dawson in a month that has a lot of things going on with social media a lot of security implications with the queen and her funeral that i'm not allowed to talk about with my cousin unfortunately but loads of product reviews coming up um, from things that you have sent me to try out I'm looking forward to trying out the new logitech sona mic um but until the next episode episode 60 i can't believe we've actually reached 60 um look forward to it subscribe like share comment tell three of your favorite friends uh, about this podcast and i'll see you next time goodbye the all things techie podcast is a product of the extreme media network for advertising and sponsorship opportunities please visit www.extrememedia.ie that's x-t-r-e-m-e media.ie